Hey readers, welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore. We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Becky. (laughs) This is Rachel. (laughs) And um, today we have my little sister, Sarah, on the podcast today. Would you like to greet everybody, Sarah Silva? Hi, thank you for having me. It is totes my pleasure to have you on the podcast. <laughs> um, and we, or I decided to have my sister as a guest because one, I have five siblings, so that's at least five episodes that we can fill when we don't have any ideas for podcast <laughs> episodes. So this is um, one of five. So um, yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. Um, but uh, Rachel, do you have a fun fact today? I do have a fun fact, and it's the most fun fact of the year. Oh, what is it? Um, I get to see Becky on Friday. Ah! For the first time in what feels like forever, I get to see the bookstore bestie in person. Gather again. Actually, this episode will go live on Friday, and I will probably already be in Pennsylvania. So, yay. (laughs) It'll be like time trouble. It'll be awesome. That's the most fun fact. That's so fun. I'm so excited. What about you, Sarah? What's your fun fact? Um, I'm not super interesting, but I was trying to think of something really fun that you guys would never forget. Uh-huh. So I w- just wanted to tell a quick story of this one time when I worked at Wells Fargo. It was probably like six years ago-ish. And it was a Saturday and we were really busy. We're always slammed on the weekends. And my branch got robbed. <gasps> oh, no. We were robbed. Oh, my gosh. Like so. at gunpoint? Not at gunpoint. It wasn't very traumatizing. Um, I guess this woman walked in with a backpack and she got in line and waited till she got to a teller and she handed over a note and just saying she had like a weapon or in her backpack or something. And the teller gave her like maybe like $300. It wasn't that much. And then and then she left and like nobody knew what happened. And then all of a sudden, the managers were locking the door, calling the cops, and they wouldn't let anybody leave. Oh, my god! like, what's going on? So I hope that's really interesting for you guys. I have, I have like, follow-up questions, honestly. Oh, like, go ahead. Go ahead. Did, did you ever, like, train for that to happen? Or was that just, like, they don't – you don't expect that to happen until it happens? Yeah. In training, they just kind of say to comply pretty much. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but the funny thing is the following Monday, we get back into the office and they sent like an internal article through our email with pictures of the woman. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of her uh, like leaving. And in the background, you can see my l- little pencil skirt and my little legs standing in the lobby <laughs> because it was it was my turn to stand in the lobby and greet people that day. Mm-hmm. So they joke that I probably greeted her in and then told her to have a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Sarah, I actually thought you were going to tell the story about meeting Tan France at the Wells Fargo. Also, I met Tan France and I did a wire (laughs) transfer for him. Was it a a big bucks? I can't remember. I had no idea who he was at the time. (laughs) Well, the show hadn't come out, though. But you remember he was a super handsome dude that came through your line. Very handsome. And when the show came out, you told me he was working on something for Netflix. And when the show came out, I was like, oh, that's the guy. Oh, my gosh. 
I'm glad that he that he wasn't robbed that day. That's oh good. God. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, I guess I have two fun facts. Yeah, what's um, your fun fact? My fun fact is more of a mid fact, which I'm wondering if we should rebrand fun facts as mid facts because I'm running out of fun facts. Um, <laughs> but my mid fact is that my favorite thing to order from Taco Bell is a cheesy bean and rice bean burrito. <laughs> cheesy bean and rice bean burrito? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, awful. Do you like Taco Bell, Rachel? Yes, I do, and I don't accept that as your favorite food item. What's your favorite thing from Taco <laughs> There's Bell? There's like at least ten things on the menu better than a cheesy no, bean no, and rice. So good. I I love it. I also don't like beans, so that's probably oh, why I say beans that. Beans are like my favorite food. Um, I like the steak grilled cheese burrito. Mm, I don't think I've ever had that because I just always get the cheesy bean and rice burrito. It's good. I also like the chicken quesadilla with extra jalapeno sauce. Ooh, Ooh cheesy gordita crunch for me. Okay, I've never had that. I like the chalupas as well. Chalupas is this are just great. a talk? Is this sponsored by Taco Bell? <laughs> <It's sponsored> by <laughs> Taco Bell. Um, Hashtag ad. Hashtag yeah. just kidding. Yeah, I wish, Carl. I wish we were sponsored so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You say it every, every episode. Week. I want to be sponsored so bad, but I think we only have forty listeners. So, <laughs> but anyways, we should probably talk about books. So, um, I brought my sister Sarah on today because Sarah and I grew up in the same house. We have the same parents. Um, same childhood, but Sarah did not grow up liking books. And I kind of wanted to explore that uh, here on the podcast. And maybe this will be a fail because maybe I should have done a better job of planning this episode, but it's been a busy couple weeks. So (laughs) Um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to explore that and talk about, because now Sarah does read, but it's a very, very recent thing. So I kind of wanted to explore that as well. So um, Sarah, why do you think, so when we were little, like when I was homeschooled and you were homeschooled as well, mom would always reward me with books whenever I did well in, in school. Uh, did she do the same with you? Uh, no, I don't remember that at all. Maybe that's yeah. why you don't like reading. Maybe she's that is definitely reading. not a part of my core identity as no. well as that last week. <laughs> well, what's your core identity then? Um, boys and makeup and friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking back and digging deep and looking within. And I think that I've never liked reading. I think I've never enjoyed it. And I remember on one of your first podcasts, you were talking about how dad would get all of us kids in the living room Mm -hmm. and read to us and how that's one of your favorite memories. And you loved it. And he was just doing his best. And I absolutely hated it. I didn't want to be there. I was never interested in the books. I always had better things to do. I felt trapped. I I hated it. <laughs> and you're the younger sister, Becky said, right? Is there mm-hmm. an age gap between you guys? Uh, like two years, 22 months. Okay. Yeah. So usually I would say that's like, I that would make more sense to me if you're like the older sister, right? You're like, oh, I have better things to do. But I felt like that's like backwards what it should be. So that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. And we always had so many books in the house. And I remember going to the public library all the time. Yeah, because we were poor. That's what we did. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it sounds like even if you had a little bit of interest at reading at one point, it was squashed by how into it everyone else was. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like uh, stifled by the the Becky clan. But I did, I did read a lot, but it was just always a chore. But anything I read, it was like for school, you know, that Helen Ruffin reading Uh stuff. And then I was in the gifted program and we read a lot in the gifted program. And then in high school, anything I read was just for classes and it was just a chore and I never liked it um, in school. 
I feel like you did read, like you didn't get anything from the library when we were kids. I'm sure I did nothing memorable at all. Um, I did. I definitely read the Harry Potter series as a senior in high school, just kind Mm -hmm. of as a rebellious thing. And because everyone else had read it and I wanted to stay relevant, but Mm -hmm. that's like the only thing I can remember reading for pleasure and enjoying. Hmm. And then in college, I, I didn't read at all. Yeah. And I was going to mention in my 20s, like mid 20s, I got into self-help books and I ate that uh, I would read (laughs) self-help books all the time. And I was really into it for a while. I read like Dave Ramsey. I was really into which I think he's been canceled by now. But (laughs) I don't know about canceled, but yeah, the secret and just like living in the now because I was also going through a breakup. But I was really I had a self-help phase. In my 20s. What do you think you learned from the self-help books about yourself? I think I was just trying to find myself. It was like after college and I mm-hmm. didn't know what to do. And I just randomly went to Nevada to live with Meemaw because I, I was just trying to find myself probably. And I really enjoyed, I don't know. I really enjoyed them. <laughs> okay. Okay. So like, let's, let's switch gears now. So Christmas 2023 and your husband gets you an e-reader. It was Talk from Santa. That. Oh, it's from Santa. Excuse me. I'm Don't sorry. spoil it, Becky. <laughs> wow. Well, the thing is, oh, I was also going to mention quarantine too, because when mm-hmm. COVID hit, I was like, it was like right when I turned thirty, and we quarantined, and we were just bored all the time. Yeah. And I still, I tried to pick up a book, and I couldn't do it. I tried to read like a John Grisham book because Patrick okay, well, loves that. Yeah, that was your mistake. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't read anything. Oh, yeah. So then last year, all of a sudden, I was having like issues with insomnia for some reason, which runs in the family, Becky. So look out. And then I had the I had the idea of maybe if I start reading before bed, that would help me like fall asleep. And so I asked Santa for a Kindle. And uh, just uh, January 1st, we got COVID. So we were in the house for like two weeks and I just started reading. So from January 1st this year to today, I've read like six books on my Kindle and it's a game. Dude, that's awesome. That is awesome. What was the first one that you read? Did you just browse the store and were like, what's popular? Did you go in with like a book in mind? One thing Sarah didn't mention is that um, she, she's one of those like murder podcast girlies where like (laughs) she likes listening to white women solve murders. So um, I told her she should get into thrillers because obviously, like, fantasy wasn't working for her. You know, all these other ones weren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's the direction I was trying to push her in. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing at first. I signed up for the Kindle Unlimited, like, free uh, subscription for three months. And the first book I downloaded was a Colleen Hoover book, because I've heard of Colleen Hoover. It's really mm-hmm. popular with the TikTok girlies. Mm-hmm. And it's a book called Too Late. And I started reading it, and I just didn't like it. I couldn't get into it. It's not one of her like yeah, uh, I've never even popular heard that ones. So I like allowed myself to stop reading it at 50%. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I haven't even finished that one. And well, then the Rachel, next- you can mark it right on, re- on good days. I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> God, shut up. Oh my God. 50% I don't have of a good read. It's like fine. Okay. <laughs> don't, listen. <laughs> don't listen to your sister. <laughs> oh my God. 
but then I started reading The Silent Patient, and I was really into that one. That one was really good. You should see the look that I just made. My <laughs> eyes like, got really <laughs> wide and like, my eyebrows book. raised. I really do like The Silent Patient. And to, to your credit, I point people who say that they don't read a lot or they're trying to get into reading. I point them to The Silent Patient because I, I tell them, even if you hate the direction it goes, you'll be invested in where it's going. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I I like that one. I tell people it's it's a good one because it'll want you'll want to know what happens. You'll be you know want to keep reading. So is this where you tell me that you hated it? No, I absolutely okay. loved it. Okay, Five good. stars. <laughs> so since then, I've read like four more thrillers, and the thrillers are really doing it for me. Let me hey. tell you, I love that. Which ones have you read? I want to hear all, all the list. Yeah. Well, so Kindle Unlimited doesn't have a a t- ton. You know, so mm-hmm. I read, let's see, The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. Yeah, good. Um, the P- Perfect Marriage by, what is it, Geneva Rose. Okay. And The Housemaid by Frida McFadden. Okay. Doing the greatest hits tour, basically, of like, <laughs> you know, th- mystery thrillers. Are these all popular authors? Mm-hmm. They yeah, yeah. they are. I would say the least of those is probably Geneva Rose. Like, I think that's the least mainstream, but still popular. If that makes sense. Okay. And then my most recent book, I just I was like, let me try romance again. So I started reading the Spanish Love Deception. Oh, do I'm like, what do you think I, about that? Yeah, I'm like twenty percent in, and I'm loving it actually. Oh. Okay, that one gets a lot of flack. Yeah, um, I think it's kind of long. I, I, I liked it i it wasn't the best romance book i ever read but i thought it was enjoyable and if you've listened to other um you know podcasts you'll know by now that i am not a very analytical reader i read for to free my mind not you know get more in my mind yeah yeah um which any approach to reading is the right approach as long as you're having fun with it but um yeah i just uh, so I'm okay with like books that are okay yeah, and yeah. like that was fine and then I'll move like on. It's entertaining. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So once I'm done with my subscription, I, I'm going to have to get a library card, which I can't remember the last time I had a library card, but uh, um, Becky said I can somehow get the books from the library on my yeah, Kindle. It's going to be a game changer yeah. for you. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. You're going to sign up for the Libby app and you're going <laughs> to. Uh, connect you're going to do that on your phone connect a library card you can even you can either use your own like sign up for your own or use becky's probably i don't know Mm -hmm. um if you want to just try it out and yeah it's great um just like at the library you get a select number of holds you can see how long the wait is for every book and then you connect it to your kindle account and it'll basically go right to your kindle when it's ready Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Should I get a Goodreads? Absolutely. I love Goodreads. I love seeing like, like, oh, I'm interested in this book. And then I say, I want to read that. And then, well, you know, yeah. down the line, I'm like, what books did I want to read? And I go to Goodreads and I said, that's right. I did want to read that. <laughs> I will say, Sarah, that you have a lot of freedom of choice right now because Becky and I are in the Goodreads atmosphere, right? Like it's hard for mm-hmm. us to get out of it because we've been there for years we've yeah. cataloged hundreds of books so you actually have you're in a unique position where you can choose goodreads if you want but there's also alternatives now that um a lot of people like um like 
oh gosh, let me name some. Readerly is one. What's story graph is a big one. I've heard that's really good. Um, oh gosh, I'm blanking now. Um, Litzy, like there's a ton. If you just look up like um, social media book apps, basically is what they all are. Um, yeah, you have you have a the world is your oyster right now. But I do Goodreads because I'm I'm stuck. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I like about Goodreads is I love seeing what other people I'm following are reading like and what they like about books or what they hate about books. It's like my favorite thing. I'm just like sometimes I'll just scroll to see what the people I follow are reading. I would also love to get some recommendations for from you guys <gasps> in like different genres. Oh, I also ooh. think that I would like um, celebrity autobiographies. Yeah. Well, Becky's definitely the expert mm-hmm. there. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I'm I'm more the I mean both Becky and I I would say Becky and I could recommend you good books in every genre but romance I I love romance um and I I mean I have good picks and if you are into maritime disasters I got you <laughs> as far as non as far as nonfiction goes if you're one of those like uh type of readers who's like I want to read about something I have no idea about mm. you know yeah. How many different genres are there? Oh. I mean, main genres, not a lot, but subgenres. Subgenres are crazy. Yeah. So, like, Becky and I both have, I mean, obviously, you've gotten recommendations for thrillers. I have also recommendations for thrillers, although it depends. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you what I how I approach this with every customer that comes in who's like, I'm looking for a mystery or I'm mm-hmm. looking for a thriller. I have to know like what your violence level limit is mm-hmm. because oh. everyone is very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky does not do certain things. She doesn't do death of children. Yeah, I don't love First that. and foremost, doesn't do what are some other things you don't do like domestic issues. I don't I don't love like like rape stories. Yeah not great um so like do you have any preference level as far as like five is like oh gosh this is almost a a horror novel with how violent it is and one which is like driving miss daisy like you could give this to anyone's mom i don't know i'm willing to try anything i don't really like war stories though oh i don't read those okay (laughs) that's fine we're not middle-aged white women you're good (laughs) i'm not middle-aged white woman yet that's a couple years couple years um, I mean, so I, you don't have to out yourself if you don't want to. How many episodes of the podcast have you listened to? Like all, none, somewhere in the middle? I've listened to all of them. Okay. <gasps> <Sarah>. <laughs> Becky is so honored right now. I'm um, so supportive. I would say since you read Sound Patient, Sound Patient, I would say on the scale of like driving Miss Daisy to, oh God, what have I gotten into is like a three. You know, it's like okay. middle of the road. I would say you should read um, "Local Woman Missing" by uh, Mary Kubica. Um, it's a book that I've recommended a lot. Violence level is is somewhere in the middle, three or four. It starts off a little dark. the The beginning is the darkest part of the book because it starts with someone who's been kidnapped, but it gets a little better as it goes on. But um, it's basically uh, multiple POVs, a multiple timeline uh, story about a missing person. And um, I'll just read you the synopsis because I'm terrible at synopsis. <laughs> um, so Shelby is the first to go missing not long after Meredith and her six-year-old daughter Delilah 
vanished just blocks away from sh- where Shelby was last seen, um, striking fear into their peaceful community. Are these incidences are these incidents connected? After an elusive search that yields more questions than answers, the the case eventually goes cold. Now, eleven years later, Delilah, who was the six year old, shockingly returns. Everyone wants to know what happened to her, but no one is prepared for what they'll find. So honestly, it's one that you should go into pretty blind. But I read it with my mom. We both gave it five stars. Um, very, very good. And Mary Kubica is is a good safe bet for thriller because, like, when you were listing your books, Lisa Jewell is like a staple of the mystery thriller community. <laughs> yeah. um, oh. I would say Mary Kubica is is getting up there as well. So, like, if you want to go in being like, okay, this isn't going to be a terrible book. It's either going to be okay or great. Then, mm-hmm. like, there's people that you can kind of look towards. So, I would say that would be my recommendation as far as mystery thrillers. I know Becky has given some. I would also say anything by Ruth Ware is probably a good bet. Yeah. That's why I asked about if you've listened to the podcast because I talk about Ruth Ware, like, so much I should be getting paid. <laughs> But you um, better hit, hit you with her car. <laughs> yes, exactly. Becky and I both really like Ruth Ware. Um, Death of Mrs. Westaway is a great That's one. A great one. Yeah. Uh, really Turn of the Key fun. is you didn't read that one, before, right, not. Becky? I, I told one. you not to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, Turn of the Key, I would say, is really good. Those are my two faves from her. And also, Riley Sager is another one that Becky and I have both read <laughs> and liked. Um, I would say maybe like start with his newest one, which is, sounds really interesting to me. But um, I really like Home Before Dark. So that was a good one. Yeah, that one was really surprising. Okay, I'm writing some of these down. They'll also be in the show notes below. They'll be in the show notes below. <laughs> yeah. But any other genres? Like you said, celebrity memoirs. Um, oh. Yes. I, think, I feel like I would like those. I think you would like Britney Spears's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to read hers. Britney Spears, Jeanette McCurdy, if you were a Nickelodeon mm-hmm. girl. Um, I wasn't really, so like I didn't pick that one up just because I was like, I don't know who this is. I don't really care. But if you do care. Um, well, I didn't like, I mean, I was a little older than her show, but um, I just wanted to see what the hype was because everyone was like, this book is great. So that's why I picked it up. But yeah, I thought it was really good. I'm looking at everything I've read. Like Paris Hilton's you like? Oh my gosh. Paris Hilton one. I think I like that one better than Britney Spears's. Okay. And then Jessica Simpson's was really good, too. This is all just Sarah taking notes in the background. <laughs> I forgot. Like, I this. <laughs> that you're actually going to air it, so I don't have to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> what about fantasy? For I like, don't think you – you don't like fantasy. I wants to like try it. Let her Harry try. Harry Potter. Okay. I'm trying to think, like, what's an uh, easy – The Magicians – if you like Harry Potter. I don't know if she would like The Magicians. Well, that's a popular comp, at that's least. I haven't true. read it. But people say The Magicians by, I think it's Lev Grossman, is like an adult Harry Potter. Yeah, it's more like a, an adult um, line witch in the wardrobe. Same with um, uh, Deadly Education. People compare a lot. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you, you, you know Sarah better than I yeah. do. So, Sarah, like, do, you, do you want, like, are you okay with young adult or... Does the characters have to be adults? Um, I get. I'm willing to try whatever. I, maybe adult. <laughs> maybe adult. Um, I would say like recently, Divine Rivals. I really, really liked. That's so, not that adult. Be, 
they're 18. That's she adult. said adult and you immediately did a YA. 18 is literally the definition of adult, it's Rachel. literally a literally. YA novel. <laughs> Are you going to say, reverse Sarah J. Moss Divine Rivals right now to me? No. <laughs> no, but Becky, it's fair. Divine Rivals is a great choice. I mean, I like the magic it, but... isn't so crazy that it's like, it's not like, a, you know, it's not like Lord of the Rings kind of fancy. It's like, you know, people living their day, drinking coffee, you know, writing on typewriters. Like it's that kind of <laughs> magic. Um, also, I, so this is something that Becky is going to disagree about, but I'm talking to you yeah, only, exactly Sarah. Exactly what you're going to say. Okay. Shut up. I'm not going <laughs> to recommend what you think I'm going to recommend. Okay. I would say you should look into um, like the Darker Shade of Magic or uh, Vicious by V.E. Schwab. She has other books that I like that Becky hates. It doesn't matter. I don't hate her. I just think she's mid. Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? She's very famous and very popular. Very so and very popular. Great to look into. And if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Um, but Athena also would have been screaming at me if I didn't recommend. That's true. Vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, also, Shadow and Bone... Oh, that's a good place to start. That is a YA. So just, is that you know. a big commitment? It's three books. Um, it's a small trilogy, uh, but it's a YA trilogy. So the books are like 300 pages. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so it's it's also has a show um, and it's based on uh, Russian folklore. Mm-hmm. And um, so it definitely has a really cool magic system. So I really like that one. Um and I mean, Becky and I read romanticy as well. So mm-hmm. like that's something to consider. I don't know if that's something you're into or would try, but um What about like a dirty romance? Do you think I'd like that? I wonder Absolutely if I'd be into that. I do. Um do you want something do you want to read something that other people are reading or something that like other people might not have heard of? I guess I I don't really have a preference. Okay, Becky, you go first. I want to see what okay. you're thinking. Um, most recently, uh, I was just looking good reads. Was I read "Do Your Worst" by Rosie Dannon, and I really liked it a lot. And it oh, was, I didn't know you read that. Yeah, I, I finished it a couple weeks ago. Um, it's basically a a woman who her family. She comes from a, a family of people who like break curses, and so she travels to Scotland to work on this like castle that has this like. 300 year old curse on it, but there's also an archeologist who's kind of disgraced um, because he made some bad decisions in his career. And so he's also working on this castle and he doesn't want her there at the castle because he he thinks that her work is delegitimizing what he does. Cause he's like, you're, you know, you're just swindling people. You're not real, a real curse breaker, blah, blah, blah. And it's basically enemies to lovers in Scotland. And the audiobook was excellent. (laughs) Like, very excellent. <laughs> so, Ooh. yeah, I would. I was gonna recommend another Rosie Dannon book. I really like The Roommate. Um, that one's very good. I'll let you look that one up. Um, and I, I really like Emily Henry, and I know that she's like everywhere, but I think she deserves as some of the at least some of the hype she gets. I would say I would start with Book Lovers, Lovers yeah. or um. Uh, Beach Read are probably your two most popular ones, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and then I also like um, 
I also like Helen Huang a lot. Oh, yeah. Excelente. Yeah. Helen Huang. Um, see, Helen Huang and Emily Henry also do like family and friend dynamics really well. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're really fun to read because of that. It's not just the main characters. It's also the side characters. Mm-hmm. And then the side characters get their own books. So um, the first one is uh, The Kiss Quotient. And that one's about a girl who has um, Asperger's and she hires a male escort to teach her how to love, basically. And it's it's really it's it's a wholesome read. It's also a steamy read. I was about to say, I don't know about wholesome. (laughs) It's both. It can be both. (laughs) Don't offend me. Um, and it's a it's a series. So there's the kiss quotient is the first you one. You have to read the series. It's just like the, like the next book is like the cousin. Well, the and the, the was- third one was my favorite one though. Wait, are you serious? Yes, ma'am. The third one was my least favorite. It was so serious. Yes, that's why I liked it. I like serious. It was okay. Well, it, I I connected with that book a lot. <laughs> really? Huh. Yes, I I felt seen by that. Hmm. Okay, we'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> Becky's gonna scold me for like no no, no. It's, I'm just I'm just curious because it was really it was hard for me to read because of the main character is like watching her father die and he he like can't is non-responsive it was just really hard to to read yeah I mean that, well that's why I said start with the first one because <laughs> the first one is a little lighter than that that's true um also the last thing as far as romance I'm gonna recommend is Tessa Bailey who I really like I think she's really fun um I really think you should start with secretly yours which is a small town uh like sunshine grumpy kind of trope so like the guy is grumpy she's sunshine Mm -hmm. Um, it's it it was a really fun one uh but she has a bunch of good ones um yeah you're not gonna go wrong with any of hers yeah you're I wouldn't say that which one would you go wrong with her earlier series are not mm. as I haven't read any of her early stuff. Good. The the series is called Hot and Hammered. Not uh, great. Ooh. Not great. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Sarah's immediately interested. It's not as good <laughs> as it sounds. Um so I would say as far as romances, that's what I got for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a you're getting a lot. I mean, I, I'm kind of I'm bad at the nonfiction. But I can give you really niche topics. Like I have a dinosaur book recommendation for nonfiction. I got a lot of sea disasters, like I said. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else. A lot of sea disasters. Wait, do you want to read nonfiction, sir? Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I liked before I was into well, reading. Yeah, she loves that's self-help. True. That's true. Self-help. How to manifest your destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not great at self-help because I don't read a lot, but I always say that I would look at the bestseller lists for self-help books because there's new ones all the time, but like the same ones stay on the bestsellers. Yeah, that's for true. A reason. Yeah. Um, I, I'm blanking on some of them, but Atomic Habits is one. Uh, Sarah, you would actually really like that one, I think. Oh, I haven't read that one. I think you'd like it a lot. It's all about okay. like the tiny habits that can make you be a better person um this uh i don't know how into like um this kind of stuff like medical things but outlive is a really popular book right now it's called the science and art of longevity Hmm. um 
So it's about living better and longer. I don't know. That one's popular. I'll read um, that one. What are some other ones? Uh, the Creative Act by Rick Rubin has also been very popular. Um, it's about creativity, art, uh, writing, connecting with creativity, wisdom. So that That's one's good. I'd read that. Do you guys read the books that Reese Witherspoon um, recommends? I know she has a list. I would say some of the celebrity book clubs I trust more than others. And I think Reese is a good one. Yeah. She, she's pretty good about making sure that there are like voices of color in you know, in her books. I would say her, her recent, her last pick was um, a thriller, which you should look into. It was called first lie wins by Elston. My mom read it and she gave it five stars. So I trust my mother. Um, and she also Reese also does a good um, variety of books. It's not always just women's fiction. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. fiction, um, thriller, uh, mysteries, uh, historical fiction. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff. Um, I just looked up Reese Witherspoon's book club and all the books on this list. It brought me to Barnes and Noble, but all the books on this list I've heard like pretty good things yeah. about. So some ones in recent memory is also Tom Lake by Ann Patchett, which my coworker, Sarah <laughs> really loves. It's apparently about a mother um, talking about her life before her kids to her adult kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good kind of book like that. Um, she also recommended The Nightingale, which I really like, which is historical fiction, so don't read that because of war. Um, <laughs> but a lot of good ones um, she's recommended. So, Well, we should probably wind down here, but this episode has basically been a recap of the entire year of books we've recommended. <laughs> yeah. like, well, you got your first book hater on your podcast. Yeah. I mean, there's always, you always never, you never forget your first book hater. We're so. going to convert you. Yeah, you're going to be reading so much. You're going to surpass Rachel this year in Goodreads. Hey, hey, Becky, I've read three books this year already. Really? What have you read? Yeah, I have. Tell me more. more. Well, should we leave it for next episode? I want to I want to talk about it like for a while. Okay. All right. We'll we'll leave it for for later. (laughs) I was I was telling Becky that I'm so out of the loop with reading that the first book that I uh, picked up the Colleen Hoover book. Every single chapter, the name of the chapter was a different person in oh, the story. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that it was like from their point of view. So I was reading it as if it was just like from one point of view. And I was so <laughs> oh, confused. No. And I had to go restart. And I was like, I've never seen this in a book before. <laughs> but I guess it's like normal. <laughs> That's so cute. I felt so dumb. We want updates on how Not your reading goes. Do you have okay. any do you have any last words for the audience or for us before we close? I don't I don't put me on the spot like that. Don't put me <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> okay, well then in that case, I'll probably cl- I'll close us here. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Um, next week we have a guest on. I'll have to look at my schedule. I'm brain farting on who it is, but for once in my life, I have like a calendar for like the end of March. (laughs) So um, anyway, so we'll have an episode next week and every book we mention will be in the show notes. So we will see everybody next week. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at your bookstore besties. 
please like, share, and subscribe so more people can listen. Have a beautifully bookish day.